Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello everybody and welcome back to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. So it's the end of the season. And I, I can't believe, I feel like it's gone really fast. I actually feel like this year is going really fast. But let's not dwell on that because then my anxiety really will go through the roof. <laughs> I just wanted to say a huge, huge thank you to all of you for listening this season. Um, and I also wanted to give the old Panny Day a shout out, which I think must be the first time in the history of COVID that anyone has given the global pandemic a shout out. But I'm a realist and I have got to accept that I've had some pretty incredible guests. I hope you agree with me. And I know that's nothing to do with me. That is down to the fact that everybody's schedules are embarrassingly flexible at the moment down to COVID. And that's why I've been able to secure such fabulous ones. So yeah, very grateful for that. Um, I thought I would round up the season with some of the best bits of the podcast from 2021. And I hope you guys enjoy. So without further ado, first up is one of my favourite pop stars ever, none other than Matt Willis from Busted. I'm not sure that's his full name, Matt Willis from Busted, but it's what I'm giving him anyway. What an amazing guest he was. Right, I challenge you guys to listen to this episode and not fall in love with him, quite frankly. I think it's important that I just mention now, so you guys at home obviously can't see Matt, that's that's the beauty of a podcast. Oh, am I wearing pants? Am I not wearing pants? But I think it's important I mention that Matt, right, just told me he's 37 and he looks not a day over 25. Oh, really? That's just fantastic lighting. But you and Emma, like I look at the Perry and I'm just like, right, whatever you are having, I want some of it. I am 33 and I feel like I could be your parent. That is oh, how I shut feel. up, whatever. <laughs> I'm no just way. looking at looking at myself on this Zoom like, you tiny little raisin face. What? <laughs> Damn 2020, it's absolutely done us. <laughs> Do you know what? Can I tell you a secret? Go on. Oh, is it I a moisturizer? Um, no, it's not. It's a bit more it's a bit more vain than this. I had a um I had a mole removed recently. No. Yeah. Where from? So um from my face. Okay. Right, so okay. I've I've had I've had one under my nose here, which um you know, I think my mum called a beauty spot when actually <laughs> it's not. It's 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 it's, it's a mole. It's a big I'm calling, mole, right? I'm calling bullshit on that, mum. And um and I and I had some like you know busted fans occasionally draw pictures of us, right? And they'll send them send us these pictures. But <laughs> some of them are fucking hilarious, right? Some of them are really sweet, and I know they do it out of the kindness of their heart. It's really nice of them. I'm not taking a piss at them. Bless them. I love them. <laughs> you know, but some of them. <laughs> Are just like, and every one of me has this fucking Malteser on my face, right? <laughs> and I'm just like, I just, I just, <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I couldn't help but look at it all the time and go, fuck you know, you know, and then, and then, I, um, and then I'm doing loads of, um, because, um, 
every first audition <laughs> and second audition at the moment for acting is um is via um, a self tape at home, oh, so you film okay. yourself. So now I have to watch these fucking self tapes back, <laughs> and I watch these self tapes back, and I'm looking at this fucking mole on my face. <laughs> And also, the older I've got, the hairier it's got. So now I've got this big, hairy <laughs> minstrel on my face that is, is, is atrocious. So, um, so I had enough. And just before this lockdown, I went, right, yeah. let's, let's, let's get rid of that bad boy. And, um, and so I got rid of it, which, is, um, which, which it was really simple to do, really easy to do. I was like, why did I live in this, live in this mole shame for years? You know, and I got rid of it. But unfortunately, they didn't get rid of the hairs. No. So the hairs still poke out of the mole that is no longer there. No way. Yeah. Oh. I don't know why I've said that. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have told anybody that. I think that I should have Enrique Iglesias that and kept that to myself. But, um, no, I've, honestly, um, I love your transparency. It's why I, I people did. love I you. That mole straight off my face. Yeah. Right off, right out of yeah. your basket. Good yeah. for you, Gone. mate. Well, that yeah. must be what's taking years off you, Matt. That's what, no- it, that's what it is. That's the secret. That's the secret. It's the, it's the, it's the witch's hairy mole that was on my face. You could be having a pretty fucking mediocre gig and you can pull this little fucking ace out of our sleeve, which we wrote when we were pissed coming back from a nightclub called Tots 2000 in Southend. And we were... And we, me and James were pissed out of our faces. We were like 16, 17 years old. And we wrote this silly song because we watched Back to the Future and just thought it'd be funny. And we stole lines from here, there and everywhere about things that we were influenced with. And it was a B-side and we never thought it'd be serious. And now it's the ace up our sleeve everywhere we go. It's just, it's, um, it's the gift that keeps on giving. It's iconic. That's what that is. Yeah, I love it's it. A, it's, it's, we're lucky. We're lucky. You've had like such huge success with Busted and you must have had like fans all over the world. Can You must have some weird encounters with them. What's your weirdest one? Oh my God, right. I've had quite a few. Go on, um, I need to know. The thing is we all had very specific people that loved each member. I think that's right. the reason that Busted works and doesn't work. Is because so it's for everyone. Is, is what? Well, well, yeah, exactly. So there's a present for everyone in each one of these band. But there's um, but there's there's the, the the three of us. You couldn't pick three more completely fucking different social animals than me, James, and Charlie. We can we 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 should we shouldn't be together. We shouldn't have met. There's no reason for us to ever have been in the same room. Um, Serendipitous. It's just bizarre, right? But um, but for some reason, it really works because of that. You know, I mean, James had. Everyone thought he was cute, right? So James had the, James had the, um, lots of mums loved James. Yeah, inoffensive, non-threatening. Inoffensive, non-threatening. Yeah. People loved him. Plus he was kind of the talented, quirky, weird one, you know, so he was, um, he had that going for him. And, yeah. you know, don't get me wrong, he's a good looking bloke. You know, I'm not being, I'm not being negative about him. He's lovely. But, um, and Charlie was the ridiculously handsome front man, right? So, them um, eyebrows. Them exactly, eyebrows. Exactly. Well, just, just to bear in mind, me and James have been round many a record company, just me and him with that same fucking first album. And everyone took a look at us and was like, no, thanks. We got, <laughs> we got Charlie involved. Two weeks later, we signed the biggest record deal we could possibly imagine. You, so you knew what you were doing. We, you brought- knew, what, we <laughs> knew what we needed. We were like, oh, we're just missing a really fucking handsome, talented front man. Bang. You know, so, um, um, you know, so he had, he had like kind of like every kind of like, 
you know, the hot girls like Charlie, the, the, the pretty girls, the posh girls, those kind of girls like Charlie, yeah. you know. And I had a ve- I had everyone in between, you know, which was, you know, the kind of like the 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 fun girls, the girls who were a bit naughty, oh. the ones who were up for it, the, the kind of like, you know, everything that I loved, you know, and and who but a lot, blame you? You're but a hard man. Yeah, but a lot of um and and a lot of mums. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I mean, back in the day, it was um, yeah. it was it was a very strange environment sometimes in a hotel bar. But um, but um, <laughs> we we all <laughs> we wanted to enjoy things. But I remember one one time specifically, like I came home from a show, and we'd done two shows that day. So we'd done one festival in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and then we had our own arena show that night. So we um, so we'd done the festival show, and we drove to. I think it was Newcastle, and we played the show in Newcastle. Please tell us you haven't shagged me, Ma. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not calling um, you Dad. I'm not calling you Dad. (laughs) Um, So we left the gig, and we were knackered, right, because we'd we'd also played a show the night before. We were all pretty tired. And normally I'd always go out on the piss after every show. But um, but that night we were all completely out of it, and and we went straight to my room. And I walked in my room, and I shut the door, and a girl burst no. out of the cupboard in my in my hotel room. No, a, uh, like like a kind of eighteen year old girl um, burst out of the cupboard and was like <laughs> like this, not knowing what to say. Suddenly realizing what she'd done and what had happened, and I was there, and she no. was there, and I was like, "What the fuck happens now?" <laughs> I was like, "You're right. Is everything okay? <laughs> what are, are you, you doing? Well? What are you doing here?" She was like, "Oh, um, uh, 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 I just wanted to say hi, but blah, blah, blah. and then, um, and then, oh. so literally, then I opened the door and she left." Next up is the lovely Jordan Banjo. I am so thrilled you agreed to come on, especially considering one of the last times we've seen each other. And I was joking with me producers about this, right? But I've got to get it out there in the open. I feel like it's the elephant in the room. When Jordan was in, you're laughing, you know, (laughs) (laughs) Jordan was on. Obviously, I'm a celebrity the year after me. And I was so excited that he was coming out. And so I asked to interview him. I said, can I do his exit interview? Because I was presenting I'm a Celebrity Extra Camp at the time. Not Extra Factor as I fucking called it. <laughs> anyway, first big job in telly. I was very nervous. So um, you come out and I was so excited to interview you. I'd loved you in there. I was a fan of diversity anyway. I was so nervous, so overwhelmed with this gig. And I really, I ran before I could walk with it. I know that now. But anyway, I called you Ashley Banjo. Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> so tell you what was brilliant bit we had such a great chat right and it was, we had so much fun it was wicked at the very end and it wasn't it wasn't because honestly when I said this to you I remember saying it on the show mm. I was like everyone without fail calls me Ash like <laughs> and it, you know you know when sometimes let's say like you went I don't know someone walked in and tripped over and spilt a drink on you 
and you yeah. go honestly it's no big deal but because uh-huh. they're so panicky and awkward you feel <laughs> panicky and awkward, but you're like, honestly it's no big deal right so afterwards the only reason I felt bad was because oh no I, I was like shit I really hope I haven't upset Vicky and I was like I promise you that was not a big deal and we were just both sat there going to each other I'm sorry I'm sorry <laughs> John like if I didn't love you before like I fucking loved you after that you were so kind and every, honestly I remember thinking he is being so lovely about this but I bet the fucking general public on Twitter on gonna be oh god Twitter love it don't they Twitter oh, love it they're just waiting talk, for it yeah oh Mate. Twitter wanted me fucking sacked from the get go well you've got your wish <laughs> <laughs> I thought you're all happy. <laughs> hey, I've never worked oh, since you pack of bastards. Oh god, Vic, I would I wouldn't feel bad, right? I remember literally this was oof, a month ago. Mm. Tiny Tiny Temper came on Kiss Breakfast, right? Uh-huh. And we did an interview, me and Pell, and we was like, mm-hmm. uh, Tiny, could you could you introduce your new track for us? We went, yeah, yeah, no worries, man. You know, what's going on, people? I'm on Kiss Breakfast with the legends, Ashley and Perry, and then started <laughs> making loads of jokes about going, yeah, I think I might even, because do- he got he changed his name from Tiny Temper to just Tiny, but I might even donate the Temper, so they can be Ashley Temper. And, and it just went on for about five minutes, and I was sat there, oh. and there's a video of it, I'll send it to you, right, where... Because we're recording over Zoom, as soon as he oh. says it, rather than go, oh, no, Tyler, Tyler, you've messed up, bro, it's Jordan, it's Jordan. I lean out the camera, but I'm still in shot, and I go, I look at Perry and I go, shh, don't, like, don't say anything, it's too awkward, shh, shh. Oh, it's the, it's so <laughs> embarrassing. And then he rang me, he rang me after, right? And he went, yeah. bro, did I call you Ashley at the end? <laughs> it's like, yes, yes, you did. <laughs> 
who I can learn from, right? Not only have you survived lockdown, but you have, you've conceived a baby, right? Like, mate, you must have a couple tricks up your sleeve on how to spice up lockdown. <gasps> so that's what I want to know. I want to know your secret to spicing up lockdown. And I'm sure everyone else does, because I'm sure we're all bored of doing the same thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Just get loads of chilies and whack them in your breakfast. Hey, Talk you. to me about dildos and dinner parties, Chessie King. <laughs> That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, okay. So, right. Let's just do, if you're living on your own and yeah. uh, and then if you're living with, with someone that you want to spice things up with, um, because I don't know, <laughs> you could be living with a housemate that you're like, shall we just, shall we just, shall? Because it's been a year and we could probably do with a good banging. Um, so I think safely on your own, I reckon either, so obviously we went through that whole lockdown dating and, and like doing it over FaceTime, but there's just only so much. And with screenshotting nowadays, you want to stay away from that. So yeah, I've got anxiety for people in that. Just, do you know what I mean? Like I just, honestly, honestly, I think if you're on your own, let's, let's say, let's spice things up with yourself. Let's not get any other humans involved because it's very okay. difficult at the moment. There's a lot yeah. of barriers. So I honestly, and hands down, the best purchase I made during lockdown one was, and um, it didn't swap for Matt. It was, it was <laughs> hand in hand was, and this is not an ad. It, I'm, I don't even know how to, I think it was womanizer, right? Uh -huh. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it on this. Mate, the review that that person wrote about it. Oh, I'm chef. Oh, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> no, Five stars. I feel like unbelievable. So it is a marvellous piece of kit. And it is, I mean, you're not going out and spending money on dinners. So you can definitely start putting your money away for the Womanizer Bank. Oh, is it a bit of a high end? It is high time, end. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't do what I did and go for an Amazon like um, <laughs> swap. Yeah. Don't do an Amazon special, guys. <laughs> See, you're getting it straight from the horse's clit here. It's all about... It's all about the womanizer. I love that. So if you're on your own, it's got to be a high-end sex toy. That's yes. it. And honestly, yes. you can just play around. There's so many different settings. But actually, is there... I think I've only tried one. Because um, you can... Only... <laughs> She's yeah. never forgot it past level one. Oh, that God. is a true testament Stop of it. This I mean... little rascal. <laughs> I definitely progressed to level two, I promise. Okay, and then if you're... It's not all going to be about sex. If you're, um, if you're with someone... Um, and you are, even if it's like your best mate or you're living with your, your family member, let's, let's stay away from, from dildos right now. But, um, yeah. inviting each other. So say like this Friday night or this Saturday, like inviting each other on like paperless post or like a little, I got this tip from one of my best friends the other day. And, um, she was like, uh, set up like a little, um, cause obviously you're going to be living together, but so you don't have to send a card through under your door. Um, send <laughs> sure. up, like a little paperless post and be like, you are invited to the black dinner Thai event. Um, you will be having a three course meal and take I it into it. dress up. Just do whatever. Yes. Honestly, just like, like pretend you're going to like the BAFTAs together or be like, I don't know, just, just, ha I don't know where the BAFTAs came from. 
No, but do you know what, mate? Like, honestly, you're so right. I seen on Instagram the other day, some one of my friend's girlfriends had turned 30 in lockdown. And to make it special for her, he'd done like a murder mystery night. And him and her were dressed up in shoes. I was like a 1920s gangster's oh! model. She looked fab. And he was like done up like, I think, I, I mean, I think it was a wrestler. But you could see all of their friends on Zoom and they were all dressed up as something totally different. Oh. And I thought the level of attention, detail and effort that's gone into that. But what else are we doing? That's like, invest now yes. in your friends in like lovely events like that yes mate spice it up I love that that is so I love that he was a wrestler um, yeah dress up as wrestlers <laughs> have a re- have a wrestle or just do something like if you don't want to cook and if you're you're done with cooking because obviously we've all been making breakfast lunch and dinner for all of us um, just just so much do like a bread. cinema cinema day like make some popcorn oh. and just snuggle up or just do something that would re- that you'd think oh I, w- I would like someone to do that for me then you do it and you can do it for both of you because then obviously, yeah. And the, like you said, the more detail and the more tiny bits, obviously we're not all splurging out loads of money on, on womanizers at the moment. So the tiniest details, even just writing, like handwriting the menu or something, just, just yeah. spice it up. So either on your own, play with yourself and, and get, get, get naughty and <laughs> dedicate some time to that. And get to know your body, and then on your own, or no, no, sorry, with someone, then just spice it up. Have an event at your house, make the bathroom a slip and slide. Just don't hurt yourself. <laughs> Big deal for me, this one. Huge deal. I was absolutely buzzing like an old fridge to get the one and only daytime TV legend, Eamon Holmes, on the podcast. And here he is talking about family life with the lovely Ruth, and of course, his gorgeous Maggie. If you can imagine a black fox, you know, she's like, <laughs> yeah. she's like Basil Brush's head and the body of a fox, really. She Aww. is, she is a one-off, but um, there is such jealousy between me and Ruth as to, is she my dog or Ruth's dog? But the thing is, she always gravitates towards me. Ruth does most of the walking and yeah. all sorts of things with her. And, um, and she gets quite hurt when the dog gravitates to me, but then I know why it is. Because Ruth goes, you're only to feed the dog dry food. You're not to feed her outside meal times. I go, yes, darling. Yes, darling. Yes, darling. The dog adores me because I'm constantly feeding the dog potato crisps and sausages and meat from the fridge and whatever, whatever, whatever. So the dog, of course, the dog adores me. That's it. it Urkan says to me, he's like, there's no, he says, what? Before we found out about the puppy scheme and everything, he was like, I just don't want to get a dog with you. He was like, honestly, he was like, you're going to make it fat. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. He was like, you will. He was like, you'll just feed it constantly. My sister's got a little yeah. chihuahua. And yeah. all I do is give that I like know. baby bells and cheese strings and stuff. But I will, That's Eamon. what Ruth does to me, you know. Ruth does that. She She's a feeder. Do you ever hear mm. these women who are feeders? Oh, Ruth, I am. Ruth, I am Ruth's one. way of keeping me is not to dress up in all sorts of kinky gear or anything like that. Her way of dealing with me is to feed me and I reckon she makes me so big that no one else her plan is that no one else will fancy me because she outsizes me she'll make me feel so big that I'll become less desirable to people Eamon Um, there is no pan size in the world that will overcome for your charisma mate that's all I'm saying no no waist size in the world you just give birth to it Eamon next up We'll have the Queen of Towie, Georgia Kasulu. What a guest. She was hilarious. She was honest. And here she is talking about those good old pregnancy hormones. Not going to lie, Jay, you've really put me off pregnancy. 
not like I've I'm not soppy one, but all of a sudden I'm just like I cry about everything. I'm just like, oh that's so that lamp is so cute and I'll cry. Like honestly, I can't Tommy will go, What is wrong with you? And I'll be like, I don't know, I'm just crying. He'll go, like, seriously, the other day, he was like, It's so funny, right? He went to me, What's that smell? Right? But mm-hmm. I thought he said to me, You smell, right? So I started crying. I was like, what do you mean I smell? He went, no, I'm Sam, what's that smell? Like? I can smell that. I was like, crying. He went, you're not normal. I was crying, going, I think I smell. I felt, I was like, is it my hormones? He's like, do I smell? Like, is it me? He was like, Georgia, I just said like, I smell. Like, it's not normal. This ass is mad at the moment. Honestly, Vic. Mate, honestly, I'm howling, right? Because, right, first of all, bless you. you dealing with that on top of everything else that's going on, lockdown and stuff, I take my hat off to you, is our champs. Obviously, you can't plan things in life, right? And it just happens to be that I had nothing, literally nothing going on, then all of a sudden, everything's happening at once. Yeah. Um, It's amazing. I feel so blessed. I'm so, like, happy. But at the same time, it's a lot. And there is days, like last week, for some reason, I was so like, I can't just, I wouldn't say I'm down. I was down last week. But I was just like, you know, when you're just like, ugh, like that, yeah. you just don't know how you feel. And I was like, I've got no control. Um, I do you know what I did. Oh, it was bad. So I could hear Tommy on the phone. So Tommy was on the phone to his brother, who's basically Ben. I've got a shout out to Ben. So Ben is project managing our house, right? Because yeah. he's really sensible. Like he's like, that's his job. Like he's really clever. Mm-hmm. Um, And he was like talking about the kitchen and they were doing something like some clothing or something on the top. And I could hear them having a discussion about it. All of a sudden I just started screaming. I was like, no one tells me anything. <laughs> I started crying. I, I kicked the door kick the door in the living room and run upstairs crying going no one tells me nothing I've got no control in my life I hate this and I run upstairs Tommy was like oh my god him and Ben were looking just like on the phone to each other like Georgia's we need to take Georgia to the house because see I'm not going there because of yeah. COVID so he had to ring ahead say all the builders go leave the house yeah Georgia's coming oh. to see the COVID yeah because she's had she just kicked the door yeah like we need to get her there now so I'm kicking this guy on a bad toe, right? I've had to go to the house. He's had to show me. I felt great after. I was like, no, I feel control now. But at that moment, I was like, I've got no control in my life. What is happening? Guys, I hope you loved that little trip down memory lane as much as I did. Thank you all so much for listening to this season's Bitty Pass and the Secret too. And I'm going to see you guys very soon for the next chapter. Stay safe, everybody. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.